How can you get people to come and join you when you go live? There's nothing more depressing, right? <laughs> when you go live and you look over and you see that little number and the number is zero. <laughs> You've gone live and nobody showed up. You know, I started live streaming back in 2008. And at the time I was working with musicians, there was no platform that had live streaming. If you wanted to go live, you had to create your stream and you had to embed it on a website. And then you had to bring people, like you had to make sure that people would come to that location, that only one location, which was your location, in order for that to work. I would go and live stream a concert, a live show, and make this an event on a Friday night. And it was a really cool thing, but it was really hard <laughs> to get people to come. However, now we all have this great opportunity because you've got a platform like Facebook where this is where everybody already is. Or you've got a platform like YouTube and LinkedIn. There's people there, millions of people are already there. So if you show up live, now all of a sudden you are where the people are and you don't have to bring them anywhere. <laughs> this is great. So today I'm going to talk about all the things that you can do to make sure that when you're going live, all that time and effort that you're doing to make a really great presentation isn't falling on deaf ears. <laughs> like there will be a bunch of people coming and every time you go live, more and more people will join you. So stay tuned until the very end because I'm going to give a bonus tip, which I think is one of the very best things that you can do in between your live streams that will ensure that people show up the moment that you are hitting that go live button. Recorded live in Boston, Massachusetts, this is the Livestream Show. In a world full of underexposed entrepreneurs, the Livestream Show is your gateway to a global community of Livestream pioneers who dare to go live and create something special and unexpected, which could only happen because it was live. I'm your host, Brad Powell. Let's get on with the show. I'm going to break this up into three sections. I'm going to talk about the things you can do before you go live. I'm going to talk about the things that you do while you're live. And then I'm going to talk about stay until the end, because the most important stuff can be what you do after you're done. So first, I'm going to talk about six things that you can do before you go live that will ensure that people actually join you the moment you hit that record button. Number one, the most important thing that you can do for your live streams that will attract your audience is basically you want to pick a time and pick a date and be consistent so that every week you're showing up at the same time. And my strongest recommendation is that you plan to go live once a week and you turn that live stream. You treat it as though it's a show. This is your weekly show. You can even give it a name. And you're always telling people, don't miss, I'm going live. Uh, for me, I always go live Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern time. So Thursdays at 3 is the time to join me <laughs> when I'm live. And you can do that too. You can train your audience to show up for you consistently week after week. Number two is that you can schedule your stream in advance. And what this means is that when you schedule your live stream, 
it actually will show up on the platform where you're going live. So there'll be a post on Facebook or there'll be a new video appearing on YouTube. And this will be sitting there waiting for people to join you. Then you can email your followers, send them a message for your email and say, hey, look, I'm going live and it's going to be here. Join me on YouTube or join me on Facebook. And you can send them the actual link to the post where you'll be live. And if they click on it and they join you, they'll go to that place. And when you're live, it'll be streaming right in front of them. So this is a really cool thing to be doing. And if you have a mailing list of any size, you can be doing this week after week after week. Number three, set up your live stream as a multicast. Using a tool like Restream, you can be streaming to Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, LinkedIn, <laughs> up to 30 different locations all at the same time. You can do this simultaneously. You can even do things like on Facebook, be simultaneously streaming to your profile and to your business page and to a private group all at the same time, all simultaneously. And all of this can be scheduled in advance. This gives you tremendous advantages because we all are active on more than one platform. And so is your audience. So your weekly show, your weekly event that you're creating is really a party <laughs> and you're gathering a whole bunch of people to join you all together on your stream using a tool like Restream. And I've got a link down below where you can sign up to Restream for free. And if you ever decide to upgrade into their professional levels, you will get a discount by using my link. <laughs> Number four, now that you're multicasting and you're probably going to include YouTube, or if you're not, you should be using YouTube. <laughs> and the reason is because on YouTube, now you can optimize your scheduled video with search engine optimization, which means that if you give it a really good title and you give it a really good description, and then you add some tags so that the title of your video is something that people are searching for, then on YouTube, people will actually find your video simply because they were looking for something and they happen to find your video. And this works not only for people to show up when you're live, but to come and watch your video on the replay after it's done years down the road. <laughs> this is a really big one. And the other cool tool that YouTube has, if on your channel on YouTube, you have the community tab on your channel, you can click on that and you can do a post just like an Instagram post or a Facebook post, but a YouTube post with an image and a description, which is promoting your upcoming live stream. So two, three days before your stream, you can do a community post to the people, all the people who are your subscribers will see this post. And so you can post it and say, hey, you guys, I'm going live two days time. Join me over here. Here's the link. And you can give them the link to the video that is the upcoming live stream. This is really, really helpful to nurture and encourage the people who are following on YouTube to keep up with your weekly presentation. And the last thing I'll say about what you can do before you go live is you can create an event on either LinkedIn or Facebook or on both platforms. Because remember, you can be multicasting to both of those locations. So create an event on LinkedIn, create an event on Facebook. And from that event page, you can now invite all of the people who follow you on both of those platforms. And you can still include the link 
to your live stream. So people come to that event page, they know where to go, now they're informed. And this is really good for organic reach. On LinkedIn and on Facebook, it's often hard when you do something for all of the people who are following you there to actually hear about it or see it organically. But when you do an event page, those event pages allow you to make an announcement to all of the people who follow you. And you can do this very directly. So great, great technique. All of these things put together will really in <laughs> change that number. Like you'll probably never have another zero number before you go live again if you do all of these. <laughs> What can you do while you're actually live to help bring more people into your show? Well, number one is that you can use your audience. You know, like whoever is showing up for you, you can use them to help bring more people. And one of the number one ways to do that is to solicit and get engagement. So you want people to talk to you. You want to prompt them to make comments, to ask questions, to answer questions. And what happens is that the more people are commenting, the more the algorithm on all of these platforms will work in your favor. And the more engagement that the platforms are seeing that your videos are getting, the more that they will literally show that to other people. And they'll start making your videos more and more visible. So really try and get a lot of people commenting, a lot of people interacting, or even if you only have five people, get five people to comment a lot. And this will really help you and it'll make your videos far more visible. Now, the second thing that you can do is that you can ask all of these people who are there to share your video. Give them some sort of incentive of why it would be a good idea to invite their friends. <laughs> I mean, your fans, the people who are following you, the people who have actually taken the time to be with you in that moment, are the people who believe in you. And they're the ones who actually want to be there. And they all know someone who could also probably use the same kind of helpful information that you're giving. And so it's really easy and natural for you to ask them to invite their friends and to bring them there. And all they have to do is hit that share button <laughs> and they can share it far and wide. And this works really well on platforms like LinkedIn and Facebook because sharing on both those platforms is really common and it's really, really easy for them to do. It's also really important to be thinking about the people who will be watching your live stream as a replay and be thinking about who's going to be seeing this in the future. So you can be talking to them as well and treating them as part of the community because actually the truth is more people will probably see your video in the future as a replay than will actually be there joining you live. And so you want to be talking to them and especially in the beginning, you know, a lot of people make the mistake when they're starting their live stream is they wait for people to come on. They go, oh, well, I'm not going to do anything right now because there's hardly anyone here. We're just going to wait and see more people to join. And they'll waste like five minutes just sort of goofing around before they get to whatever it is that they're really going to talk about in that video. You do not want to do this. <laughs> when the people are coming, like most of your audience is going to watch this video as a replay and if they're just watching you goof around or hem and haw and not really do anything, and they don't really know why they're there or why they should watch, they're going to go away. And they're never going to see that video. And they're never going to really understand why it would be a good idea to watch you. So it's really important when you're starting your live stream 
to imagine that you're starting and there's a big crowd there because there will be (laughs) people will come in the future. And so you want to dive right in, hook your viewers, tell them why it matters, tell them why they should be there and tell them why they should stay until the end. And if you do that right at the start, you're going to have more people join you. You're going to have more people watch that stream, even on the replay after you're not live anymore. And this will bring more people to your future streams. So let's talk about what happens after your life, because this can be the most important stuff you do when you're done. A lot of people make the mistake of thinking, well, gosh, you know, I'm all done. Great. Done. And they walk away. And really, this is when you can probably do the most work to help people hear about you, know about you, watch the video you've made, and also be invited to the videos that you're going to do in the future. So thing number one is that after you're live, you can email your list again and say, hey, I just did this really cool video and this is what happened. And this is what you missed. (laughs) And whether you were on with a guest or whether you were there solo or whether you were at a live event or whatever you were doing, you basically want to bring out the highlights of what happened and why they should come and watch the whole thing. (laughs) What I like to do with my email list is that if I'm going live once per week, one day before my video goes live, I will mail to my list and say, hey, Here's my live stream. The weekly show is coming. This is what I'm going to talk about. Here's why you should join me live. And I invite them to come. Then about an hour before I go live, I will send to my list again and say, hey, I'm going live in just 50 minutes. (laughs) Don't miss it. This is why we're going live. It's going to be so exciting. And I'll tell them something else about it. And then after it's done, I will take a look at who's opened all of those earlier emails. And in my email service, I can resend to all the people who did not open those first two messages. And I'll just resend it and I'll say, hey, you guys, this is a video that I made. This is why I made it. The replay is right over here. Here's where you can catch it. Now, in doing this week after week after week, my open rates are actually pretty good. I'll get 25 to 30% open rates and I'll get a whole bunch of people clicking through, and I will actually send them, in my case, to my YouTube channel because I'm wanting to grow my authority on YouTube, and that's where I really want people to join me live because on YouTube they have a really nice live chat, and it really makes for a much more community feeling if people are able to join me live on that platform. The other thing that you can do on YouTube that I think is really great is that you can take that video that you've made and you can put timestamps and chapters into the video. So you can go in and say, at one minute and 30 seconds, I talked about this, and you can timestamp it. And you can, at you know three minutes and 29 seconds, I talked about this. So if you've got like three tips or four mistakes or whatever it is that you're doing, you can put those chapters in the video. And in the description, all of those chapters are laid out. And so people who are coming to that replay period can look at that so that they can skip ahead and go to the section that they're most interested in. I'll also take my video from YouTube and I'll embed it onto my website and I'll have it transcribed so that I'm basically turning this live video into a blog post on my site. And now I'm helping the SEO and the search engine optimization of my own website. And 
when I actually send an email, uh, as in terms of like after the fact, after my videos are done, I will say, here, go watch the video and I'll send them to the post that's on my site. So they're watching the YouTube video, but they're coming to my website where I can have any number of other calls to action that I want them to do after they watch the video that's right on my own site. So now I'm bringing them to my place. I'm taking people who are watching a live video or watching a replay of a video, and I'm actually bringing them to my own domain, which I think is a really, really smart practice. Now, the last thing I'm going to say is that all of this content that you're producing week after week after week, you can repurpose it. I mean, if you go live for 20 minutes or 30 minutes or even longer on a weekly basis, you are producing a ton of content and a ton of valuable information and things that you can share with your audience. And you can cut that up into little tiny clips, one minute, two minute clips. I mean, every video you make could have anywhere from three to six different little clips, different separate videos that you can repurpose and republish on multiple platforms. And so you can turn them into these very social media friendly posts. You can form them so that they have a title up above and captions down below, and you can send them off to you know, LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram TV, all of these locations with these little meme posts so that they show up and that even with the sound off, people can figure out what's going on in your video and they can see what your value is. And it's a teaser. It's always a teaser for your live show. People will see one little snippet and they go, wow, this is really interesting. Where can I go and watch the whole episode? You know, this is especially good when you have a guest or when you're doing something terrifically valuable or when you're doing something that's live in the moment and has a lot of activity and people are going, what was that? I want to see more. And now they're going to be drawn into wanting to come to your regular weekly stream. And here is my bonus tip. <laughs> this is probably one of the best things that you could do. And people are always asking me, how often should I go live? I mean, is going live only once a week? Is that enough? And the answer in terms of how uh, social media will treat you, especially a platform like Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, those platforms really want you to be more active than simply posting once a week. And one of the simple ways that you can do this is that you can do something that I call life streams. So in between your weekly show, you can be more spontaneous, you can be more random, you can show up at different times without announcing, without scheduling. You can just have, you know, anytime some insight comes into your brain, you go, wow, I'm going to pull out my phone and I'm going to do a live stream right now. And so you go live and it's like, hey, I was outside romping in the snow today. <laughs> and so here's what's going on for me. And you share that with your audience and you try and make it as interactive as possible. But the call to action the call to action is always going to be, oh, by the way, this Thursday at three o'clock <laughs> Eastern time, join me live because I have a special guest or because I'm doing this thing or because I'm going to give you the secret to the universe <laughs> and you don't want to miss the secret to the universe. <laughs> so if you're doing this regularly, basically these life streams, they accomplish a couple of things. One is that they help people connect with you on a more personal level. 
So you can be more spontaneous. You can be more you. You can show up at any given time. You can try to go live at different moments because different moments will be when more different people will be there and wanting to join you and or will learn about you for the first time. And by doing this multiple times, as the weeks go by, you'll basically just randomly encounter more and more people. More and more people will accidentally find you. And every single time they do, you can tell them, oh, by the way, <laughs> I go live. I do this thing. And it's called this. Like for me, I do this thing. It's called the live stream show. And it happens every Thursday at three o'clock. <laughs> so join me then. And you can do the same kind of thing. So all of this, you put all of this together, what you do before you go live, what you do while you're live, and what you're doing after you're finished, including your multiple live streams in between your weekly show, well, then you will have more and more people join you. You'll have more and more people be telling other people about you. And you'll never have to face that lonely moment <laughs> when you're live and nobody's there. So remember, I go live Thursdays, 3 p.m. Eastern Time every week without fail. Join me for the live stream show, and I will see you live in person. <laughs> so long.